Hi, I'm Rebecca Pete, And I'm Rebecca Cochran. And, and welcome, welcome to Woven, where we strive to be Christians living in the world with intention. And our prayer is that, to paraphrase Mary Zimmer, the Christ who knew Mary and Martha would show us the way of balance. Thanks, Thanks for listening. Hey, welcome to episode 15. I am so excited because we're getting into our summer stewardship series. So we're going to talk a little today about what stewardship is, why we feel like we want to do this series, um, kind of a little bit personally about where we have succeeded and maybe not been as successful in stewarding things. Um, so yeah, and we have some good guests yeah. and it's going to be really good. It's going to be convicting. It is for me. Um, for sure. But I think it's, you know, the thing I've been reminded of is that it's all a process. And I think you can get really overwhelmed and say, Oh my gosh, I'm not stewarding anything great. Let me go be perfect at it and like fix it all. But it's really just a slow process of making, of evolving. So I hope you go into it with the same spirit we have, which is like, let's just try to be a little better. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Yeah. And I, I think it's important that we recognize that I think sometimes, at least for me, when I hear the word stewardship, I I think of just money, just mm-hmm. stewarding money. And I think that's important. Obviously, scripture has a lot to say about stewarding money. And that's a topic, a whole nother topic that could be lots of series for another time. But I think that we, I think it's important to know that we're called to steward more things than just money. Yes. We're called to steward everything mm-hmm. God has given us. Um, you know, in Genesis, he told Adam and Eve, they have dominion over the, the whole earth. That humans mm-hmm. have dominion over the animals and the plants and the whole earth. It's not mm-hmm. just money. And I mean, in scripture, I mean, I, this is funny. I just remembered this. Um, and then I looked it back up again. In scripture, and this, and not just money, but stewardship in general, God talks about it. I think it's, 2,350 verses. That's like a ballpark figure, but it's over 2,000 verses about stewardship. Okay. Not just about money, just stewardship in general of the land or whatever. And there's only like 500 verses about prayer and faith. Not that that's not a lot, but I mean, obviously it's a stewardship of God's creation is a major focus of his, or he wouldn't have put that many verses in scripture about it. And Mm -hmm. so I, I think, um, when you think of stewardship, what do you think? Like when you think of the word stewardship, um, I think I think I think I think I think I think. <laughs> what am I doing with what I have? Um, yeah, and I think with stewardship. So our focus in this series is going to be on things we consume. Yeah, but stewardship is big. Stewardship is like how am I using my body? How am I using my talents? How am I using my gifts? How am I using? What am I doing with my house? How am I stewarding this house? Am I taking care of it? Like, yeah. so, it, and these people I've been given. So it, it's really, it's your whole life. Like yeah. there isn't anything in your life you're not stewarding. Correct. Whether it's your mind, your emotions. Like, I mean, all of it. All of it is, yeah. All of it is um, a stewardship, um, has a stewardship aspect to it. And I think that, and then this is very, and a very Western and American idea that we think we own everything and we're entitled we have like this ownership entitlement of everything and while technically yes you have a title to your house and a title to your Mm -hmm. car and you own those as long as but technically you don't until you've like paid off your loan yeah you know the bank actually owns it but overall like we have we do technically from an earthly perspective own things 
but not really. It's all gods. Like everything in creation, everything that we have, it's all gods. And and so when I think of stewardship, like what is a steward? That's a very old word, but it's pretty much the same thing as a manager. Like mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. like we we are managing what God is allowing us to borrow. And I think that is a really hard thing to wrap your mind around. I yes. mean, I remember feeling this way and just thinking like I'm the one who went to college and, you know, made something of my talents and all of Mm -hmm. these things. And I, and I, and I mean, I still struggle. I don't like wake up every day and say like, okay, God, this is your gift because I'm like, well, I earned that. I've worked for these things in my life. And like, how are they not mine? Yeah. So I, you know, and I, I mean, I obviously like my life is a gift from God, right? Like, so we have to just choose to look at it that way, but it can be hard. And especially I think a lot of men with finances, they think like, well, I like, and I think men specifically and women are this way too, but men specifically, I think because like finances are to men, what like our bodies and appearance are to women. I feel like, so it's just a big complicated thing. But I think a lot of men think like, well, I go to work and I earn this money. And like, what do you mean? It's God's like, I did it. Yeah. So yeah. Well, I always go back to the parable of the talents from yes. uh, from Jesus. So mm-hmm. he he talked about that. So because I think a lot of people think that they've worked so hard and they've gained this talent and these gifts and they've you know whatever, and so they have this like entitlement. Um, and but actually, even our talents and our gifts come from God, right? They, I mean, we He gives them to us to steward them properly. That's mm-hmm. back the stewardship and to like build on them and exercise them and all of those things. But even our talents and our gifts, we didn't make those up. Like they were given to us. And I um, also, I just real fast looked up um, this verse because it came to mind when you were talking. Um, Deuteronomy 8, 18 says, but remember the Lord your God for it is He who gives you the ability to produce wealth. Yes. Um, and so like, everything mm-hmm. um and there's there's a scripture about how he's the one who promotes and demotes like yeah you know there he is the one so if we get you get a big promotion at work and you get all these bonuses yes you worked hard and and god wants us to be good and faithful servants and he wants us to manage and steward things properly but ultimately he is the one that's given us the ability to be able to do those things. Yes. So I think like before we can even talk about stewardship, you have to like start to wrap your mind around the yeah. fact that like everything is a gift. Yes. And therefore, what will you do with this gift that you have? Yeah, exactly. And that anything, you know, whatever it is, whether it's your children, because they're a gift, they're not ours. I mean, scripture is clear that right. our children, even though we, you know, created them in our body or we adopted them or whatever. And, you know, the government says that they're ours with mm-hmm. our birth certificates um, or adoption papers or whatever. Uh, they are, aren't really ours. They're right. on loan to us yes. from God. So like everything is on loan to us. And, and I, I think that, so I think about my children. And I think about, here's an example, library books, uh-huh. for instance, right? So, I mean, I want all, my kid to treat all of their books well. But if they accidentally mark in one of their books that we own, eh, it's okay. Right, right. But we don't let, mark in library books because right. they're not ours. Mm-hmm. They're on loan to us. Mm-hmm. And we have to give them back in the condition we got them in. Well, really, that should be our attitude towards everything that God has given us. Everything is on loan to us. Mm -hmm. And we should give it back to God in the condition he gave it to us in. Um, And, and I mean, that, that correlates directly with 
with the earth, like how we treat the earth, you know, um, anybody that thinks that, um, taking care of the earth is anti-Christian obviously hasn't read very much of their Bible. That's just my personal opinion. It's not your personal opinion. It's the truth. Yeah. Like uh, that's true. I mean, you know, it's just like the library books. Mm -hmm. God's creation is his. It's not ours. Yeah. And so we have to give it back to him in the condition he gave it to us. And, and honestly, we're just haven't done a very good job at that. Well, we've been, we've kind of shifted into that attitude of thinking it's ours and we can mark in it how we want. Exactly. And all of that. And I mean, the thing, so we're talking about the stewardship. Can you, you have a good definition of stewardship, right? Okay. So, um, a friend of mine, um, recommended this book to me and I just started reading it. I'm, I'm probably like, "Mm," half the way through it, but, um, it's a book called God and money. And I don't have the exact name of the authors on here right now. It's two guys that graduated from Harvard business school that wrote this book on stewardship from, um, you know, obviously a very educated perspective. Um, and they're also Christians, but, um, um, so I'll, I'll link to that so you can get who the authors are. But this is their definition. And I thought it was a great concise definition of stewardship. It says, stewardship is the active and responsible management of God's creation for God's purposes. Mm-hmm. So um, I liked active. That yes. means we're actively participating. We're yes. not sitting back and watching other people do it. We're actively doing it. And responsible. So we're active and uh-huh. responsibly managing God's creation. For his purposes. Mm-hmm. Which means we don't see anything as a throwaway. Yes. Or like, because everything, and it's not also on the other hand, though, it's not to say that like, you have to be super worried about everything you do, you know? So this is the fine line we're trying to, yes. to walk here because we're going to dive into stewardship in three specific areas. We're going to yeah. get into stewardship of basically the food we eat. So the types of food we choose to buy, um, those kind of things. We're going to get into stewardship of the consumer goods, the clothing, you know, shoes, beauty, probably like all that stuff that we mm-hmm. buy for ourselves. And then we're going to get into stewardship of media. Yeah. So these are all things we consume and it can be really easy when you're talking about stewardship to try to go to the extreme and be like a perfect steward, or at least that's what I tend to do. I'm like, Oh, I'm going to, you know, make all my own clothes and grow my vegetables. <laughs> and I don't have to worry about it. It's like, that's just not realistic. So yeah. And throw my phone away, which I would like to do that, but I'm never going to do that. Um, but so I think it's good to remember that it's all in balance and it's all about yeah. like your motive, but we, nobody is perfect at this. No. And we're not expected to be. No. And we will drive ourselves bananas trying to be. Yeah. I think you can be active and responsible without like completely right. doing this all perfectly. And I think that's just, that's the heartbeat of the podcast, right? Is, yes. Is balance. Um, and you know, we just came out of a series on grace. Yes. And I think, you know, we have to give ourselves grace and God gives us grace. And he just wants us to see that we have a desire yes. to steward what he's given us better. To the best of our ability. To the best of our abilities. It means just not. So like, I think about the food thing, um, I, good stewardship of that, like that leads into the good stewardship of the animals and the earth. And we'll get into that more when we get, when we have that interview. But um that ignoring I think the problem comes in when we ignore like Mm -hmm, we just go mm -hmm. to the store and we buy without thinking and so I think it's it's you know it's active and responsible management is being conscious of what's going on and making conscious choices without driving yourself insane yeah like you don't have to you don't have to do everything perfectly I mean sometimes you're gonna buy organic sometimes you're not sometimes you know but like it's just being conscious of what's out there Mm -hmm. and how you can do better without having this feeling that you have to be perfect yeah 
Totally. And um, something, so our interviews, we're interviewing Will Harris, um, yes. who is a farmer I'm a big fan of down at White Oak Pastures. We've mentioned him a couple of times. Um, but he said something during our interview that has just stuck with me. He was quoting Wendell Berry and he said, the consumer votes with his dollar the way he wants the world to be. Mm. That's a paraphrase. I might've said like one word wrong, but it's so true. And I think that's something that we have been thinking about a lot is, you know, everything like our dollar matters. Yeah. And it's true because if you go, I mean, look at the stores now versus five years ago, now that everyone is like, well, I need gluten free. Like, there's gluten-free stuff everywhere. Yeah. But like 10 years ago, it was really hard to find. You had to order it online. And it was like this big thing. I'm, yeah, I think. I mean, I'm not gluten-free, but that's what I've heard. So it's true that the more we stand up and say like, I want grass-fed beef or I want organic milk or whatever, it will start appearing. Like we do have power here. And I think we think like, well, does it really matter yeah. if I buy this shirt from a factory that treats their workers well, or does it, this one shirt, does that matter? Does this one yeah. package of like meat matter? And yeah. I guess we're saying it does. So look at it yeah. from an empowering place of not like, well, I can't do it all perfectly, but like, man, I, it's kind of like working out. Like when you start working out, you know, every mile matters and it's yeah. like every little step you take is good. Yeah. But I think if you look at it like, well, I didn't work out every day for an hour, so I failed, but that's not yeah. true. Yeah. So you've got to like shift your thinking about it, I think. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And it, it goes back to, you know, just taking um, little bite-sized chunks and um, not being all or nothing about it. Because we can get like that. Like we can find something that we're like super passionate about and and just like freak out about it yeah. and then make drive everybody including our family crazy around us because we're trying to do this perfectly and I don't think that's what God's calling us to no but it also maybe that's part of the process yeah you know and that's okay but yeah. just being aware like this isn't sustainable I can't be this way forever maybe I'll be yeah. a freak for a little bit and I'll learn and then I'll yeah. figure out okay what does this actually look like for yeah. my life but yeah definitely that can definitely be part of the process um you don't have to go buy a whole cow from a farm and like buy a backup freezer and like, you know, be that way. You could, um, <laughs> that, that may be what God's calling you to. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, yeah. Um, but so, okay. So stewardship, we are talking, and then do you want to talk a little bit about our, our clothing and kind of consumer good episodes? So we yes. mentioned Will. Yes. And, um, we will also have, um, a friend of mine from college. Um, we were sorority sisters together. Um, she has, um, started a company and we'll, I'll let you talk about her journey, but it's, um, it, it's called Vickery Trading Company and, um, they do, um, sustainable clothing and, you know, fair wages and, and, and give, um, you know, um, refugees and, and, and people in third world countries jobs to be able to make the clothing. And, um, so anyways, we'll, we'll discuss more of her journey, but it's just, I mean, obviously not every piece of clothing we're going to buy in our closet is going to be perfectly sourced. No, but if we, um, so here's, here's an example for me. Um, I've, I've been doing research on companies that, Mm -hmm. you know, um, fair trade and all of that kind of stuff for our episodes. And while I've been doing it, um, you know, I've been thinking about, okay, so for instance, I wanted to get a summer clutch, you know, like yeah. it's just something I wanted to do. I don't have a, a clutch that I can carry around during the summer. So I'm just like clicking through these sites and I find a really cute one. It's about the same price as a clutch that I would buy from a random company mm-hmm. uh, that may or may not be fair trade. Yeah. But like, I know this one is, and yeah. I want a clutch. So it's not like I'm just like randomly buying a clutch because it's fair trade, but I'm, 
I, it's something I've been looking for mm-hmm. and it happens to be fair trade. So they come together and I purchased it. And so I think it's, it's just like being conscious. So it's not being like, I want to clutch. I'm going to immediately run right now and buy one at Target. Maybe I do need to do that sometimes for like certain right. circumstances, but like, I don't need that clutch right now. Yes. But I yeah. wanted one. And so I was looking and looking and I finally found one from a company that was really cute. Plus it's fair trade. Yeah. And so I think it's just, you know, holding out and waiting and not having this mentality of I have to have it right now. Yeah. You know, which is hard. Yeah. I mean, in a culture where Black Friday, I mean, like Black Friday ever. And no, I'm not, you know, if you I shop back Black Friday every, okay. every year. Well, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I just I hate the idea of it. Like I, I love that you can yeah. get a good deal, and if you're like, man, I really need like a TV, but I feel like just that attitude of like, how can I get stuff I don't need as cheaply yes. as I possibly can? It's like, what is that mentality, and what is it doing to us? That's the thing. It's like, yeah, we don't realize. I mean, we're treating things like a buffet. It's like a yes. free for all. So it's like, I mean, every season we think we need new like stuff for our table. We think we need entire new wardrobes and like just all this stuff. And it's like, we really don't. So, I mean, I was emailing with a friend yesterday about, she's like, look, I'm not going to go. If my kid is potty training, I'm buying him underwear at Target. Like I'm not. And it's like, totally. Yes, of course. But every season, do I need to do what I do, which is go to Target and buy myself like seven new outfits? Probably not. I can probably be a mature adult and look at my wardrobe and be like, okay, like, what do I, where where can I fill the gaps in and then go and like, look for those pieces in a way that is, you know, responsible and not just like with the mentality of a kid, like back to school shopping every year. I think some of it's maturity and some of it's like an entitlement attitude where we think we need all this stuff that we actually yeah. don't need. Yeah. Well, and, and back, back to Black Friday, <clears throat> you can shop Black Friday responsibly. <laughs> so I'd like just throwing that out there. So here's an example. Like I, I think, you know, for months, I'm like, okay, I need this appliance. We're, we're about due for this appliance, whatever the appliance uh-huh. is, or refrigerator or whatever. Or our TV is is getting old and maybe it's time for a new one. And uh-huh. I hold out and wait for the black Friday sales. Yeah. But I definitely plan. Like I'm like, yeah. okay, I need a new vacuum cleaner this year. Uh-huh. My ba- vacuum cleaner is spritzing out. I'm going to look for the sales for that. So I, I think that there is this mentality sure. of you can, you can be have forethought and plan and mm-hmm. wait for sales. Um, but culturally yeah. black Friday is thrown at us so that we think we need all these things we don't need. So I totally agree. I see what you're saying, but you don't have to like, you can still shop Black Friday sales and be thoughtful about it. It's true. true. (laughs) I just see a lot of people like freaking out. Oh, like just the consumerism of like, and it's like buying stuff. It's like, I mean, I know my mom and some of like, not hating on my mom, but like, they'll just go to these store like TJ Maxx or Burlington. And they're just like, and it's like, they're not even shopping for anything. They're just like trying to find deal. And there's nothing wrong with that per se, but it's also like, you don't even need that stuff. Like, even if it is $3 or $4, like, why are you buying it? Like, we just have so much stuff. Yeah. And I, I definitely, there has been a shift in my mentality with shopping that, um, it's even with my kids, like, you know, every few months, like making a list, like, okay, so my my daughter has these five pairs of shorts and she has three shirts that go with those shorts. She has two pairs of shorts. She doesn't have any t-shirts that go with. 
So then I go to the store looking for the two t-shirts right. that would match those shorts. Like just being more planned in the way yes. I do things. And same thing with my, cause I used to be like that too. I yeah. love a sale. I love to shop. Oh, sure. Me so too. I, you know, and, and, and so, but I, now I'm, I've become much more, um, thoughtful in my process of, okay, so I need a pair of jean shorts this summer. I need yes. a good pair of jean shorts. I'm going to buy one pair, uh-huh. one or two pairs that are really good quality instead of going and buying like five pairs of shorts. So it is being, and just being thoughtful with like things that I'm going to wear for a while. And, and what goes with what? What, what goes with what besides just buying, oh, that's a cute shirt and buying it. Yes. You know? like the impulsiveness of it, I yes. think is what I'm kind of getting at. Yes. It's like we're very, and I'm, I'm saying this because I do it. And that's yeah. why I see it in other people. Like just that impulsive, like, And I talked about this on the podcast like a week or two ago, just about how like I would feel like I deserved like something like to consume something. And it's, you know, and and that attitude is not just with, you know, our clothing, which I think about and we'll, we're kind of, I'm like on a clothing rant. We should probably cut that out so we can talk about it on the clothing episode. But I think about our grandparents, like they would go shopping twice a year, you know, for clothing for themselves yes. or like for their families, it would be like spring, summer, fall, winter, you go, what do you need? You need a coat. Okay. Let's get you one. And it was like done. And now, yeah. I mean, my email every day, I delete like 50 emails from stores with percent off. And then I go on and I look and I buy stuff I don't need. And it's like, do I need to buy clothes every week? No, but that is so normal around us as is a 99 cent hamburger. A hamburger should not cost 99 cents. Y'all. It just, it just shouldn't. Like yeah. it just shouldn't. And yeah, I mean, there's, and so that's, I guess what we're getting at is this impulsive entitled like thing yes. about all of it. And how can we responsibly, sanely look at that and say, this doesn't seem right. You know, my first step in that would be you need to go through and unsubscribe from all of those emails. Okay. Here's the thing <laughs> I have, but they have different emails. So like, like loft. Yes. I unsubscribe from Loft, but they have like five emails they send you stuff from. So I even know. if you unsubscribe to one of them, you still get them. So it's yeah. like a whole. Oh, it's a, it's a game. For it's sure. such a game. And it's so it's game. like yeah. part of like what helps me is like, I don't like to be duped. So what helps me to not give into it is like, you're not going to dupe me today, Gap, or like whatever. <laughs> um, so it becomes this I'm going to win this Yeah, thing, I'm going to win you? this yeah. one. Um, so <laughs> I have issues, but that's how yeah. I look. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, and, and so that's just like, so stewardship is stewardship of everything, you know, right. not just, not just, you know, the la- stewardship of the land. It's not just stewardship of, you know, goods. And those things can be linked because, you know, we, we grow cotton to make clothes, you yeah. know? So they're I mean, totally linked, yeah, yeah, so they're totally linked. So it's not just food that we have mm-hmm. uh, that are related to the environment. Um, you know, we, we throw away so much stuff and I've gotten, I've tried to, cause I, for a long time I was, I would just go to the grocery store and buy a bunch of stuff Yeah, and not planning what I was going to do with it. Oh yeah. And then I wasted so much. Food. I know. I know. So, I um, you know, I, I it, it just, it, it leaks into all aspects. Like, and you know, we talked about media consumption and, and being good stewards of that and good stewards of our time. And I mean, mm-hmm. it, it, you know, like you said, good stewards of our body and our brains and our emotions. Like it, it goes into all aspects yeah. of everything. We can bring up anything and we can talk about how to be a good steward of it. Right. So I think we're attacking these three because we're personally affected by them. Yes. I think especially like, I mean, feminism or not, most of you guys listening are women. Most of you guys listening. Most of you ladies listening are women. <laughs> and mostly women still do most of the shopping. Yes. Like regardless of if you work full time or not. Like women yes. are still the main consumer of a household. Yeah. I mean, the company that David, David used to work for Georgia Pacific and, uh-huh. you know, 
toilet paper, paper towels, and that kind of stuff. I mean, every study they would do every year yeah. showed that a majority of the people buying toilet paper and paper towels are women. Yeah. Like, and, and th- th- I mean, that's single parent households, dual income households, all of it across yes. the board, whether you're a stay-at-home mom or not. I mean, a major- it's just statistically, it's, it's the yeah. truth. And yeah. so I think we don't realize how, and I mean, and also like, this is not to be like, you need to sit down and make a perfect meal plan so you don't waste any food and like, da, 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 yeah. da, da. It's, it's not saying that. It's just saying like, you don't realize how much power you have yeah. in being the, I mean, because consumer, I mean, the consumer drives everything in our yeah. country. So we really do have a lot of power. And like, I love that Will said that because it's just, I keep thinking about it. I'm like, yeah, man, like that is so true. And if more people spoke up and said, like, I love J. Crew, but I lately am having a hard time, you know, because I mean, I don't want to like throw them under the bus. They're one of many companies who don't have awesome factory things going on, though they have made a lot of steps to improve, which yeah. I appreciate. But like, I'm like, see, I wouldn't email them and say, hey, could you work on this? Because I would pay $10 more if I knew that like this item of clothing was, um, you know, made in better conditions or whatever. But I'm um, maybe just me. But what if like, a hundred people emailed them that they'd probably, yeah. you know, and I think that's what's been happening is people are yeah. starting to reach out to companies and saying like, yeah. look, I love your clothes, but like, I no longer feel comfortable or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, so I think we do have a lot of power is what I'm saying. Yeah, I agree. And we need to use it. Yep. And I'm, um, and I just go, go back to, I know uh, a lot of people there, there's been this attitude in the church that um, these things are important and they don't matter. Um, and I'm not saying all churches, I'm mm-hmm. um, just saying across the board, the, the Christian culture for a long time, um, we, we really struggle in the church of, we want to go the exact opposite of culture. And so, which I, I agree, we're called to be different than the world. I mean, scripture is mm-hmm. clear about that, but so, but what happens sometimes is, okay, well, all of cultural, all of cu- culture's concerned about the environment and recycling. So mm-hmm. that must be bad. Yes. Because all of the world is being focused on this. And, and this isn't a whole talk on climate change. We don't even need to go there. <laughs> but I'm not going to go there. But just, yeah. I mean, I, whatever you believe about climate change, it, it is a pure fact that recycling is good. Yeah. And so, but we look at that, well, well that's that's what the culture is doing. That's so, worldly. That's worldly. So, yeah. but I think that that's false thinking. I think yeah. we can take what is the the science and the research that's coming out about what we're doing to the environment and take it and and say okay I'm a Christian God's called me to steward what he has given me mm-hmm. I can take this science and blend those things together and um and I think to throw the baby out with the bathwater is is just poor judgment yeah well and something else um that came up in Will's interview that I think I've been thinking about a lot too is you know, we, we think to be responsible with money. Sometimes we have to spend as little money as possible to live as cheaply as possible so that we can have more money to give to worthy causes. But what's happening is we're kind of creating more worthy causes by doing that. Yeah. Whereas if we spent some of that money and, you know, cause I mean, think about it. Anytime you go into a church, like wherever you go to church, look at like the brand's that they're serving of like half and half or like little, and it's like, it's little ways of doing things cheaply. And every church does that, you know, I mean, and what kind of like pastries are they putting out? Just whatever, you know, it's usually the cheapest thing they can buy because they're trying to be good stewards of their money and what they're spending, which is great. But also you got to think like, I wonder 
what that's really doing. Because if everyone's trying to live as cheaply as possible, yeah, and like shop and like, you know, nothing against Walmart per se, but like if everyone's in that mentality of like, how little can I pay for this thing so that I can give more money to this like organ? Not that that's probably why you're trying to save money. But like, if you do have that mentality, like, okay, well, 10% of what I spend is going to like, whatever, mm-hmm. then how, um, man, your son really slams a toilet seat down. <laughs> 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 like, My kids are out for the summer. So that's hilarious. <laughs> that's so funny. Um, hey, at least he puts it down. At least he puts it down. You're such a good mom, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think we think of this and it, it's like we're trying to be so cheap about stuff, but but at what cost? We're just creating more problems. Yeah. And so we need to start thinking, how can we, you know, maybe maybe tithing isn't supposed to be completely this like separate thing. Maybe it's integrated where we say like, hey, if I buy this shirt and it's more than maybe I want to spend on like a blouse, but does anyone say blouse anymore? Um, more than I want to spend on a top, but I'm supporting people. Yeah. And I'm giving them a better life in a third world country. And I'm, I'm helping to provide things for these people and provide a better opportunity by spending this money on the shirt. So it's everyone wins. Yeah. Maybe we need to have more of that kind of attitude yeah. instead of like, how can our church be really cheap and spend more money on Haiti or whatever, which is good. But yes. you know what I'm saying? No, I completely agree with you. Yeah. And, w- and Will goes into, we have like a big discussion yeah. with Will about this um, on the episode. So that's something to be stay tuned for. Yeah, so. it's such a good interview. And then yes. our, so our next interview after that will be Stephanie. We'll and be then Stephanie. after that, we're, we're still working on our um, social media. But uh, if any of you guys listened um, to us during Lent, that's um, not just social media, technology in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, that's what I faster from for Lent because mm-hmm. I feel like that's something I'm not a good steward of. I'm either all or nothing with it. Yeah. And so, well, we're going to dig into that more in that episode about, because it's not going anywhere. Right. Technology is not going anywhere. I mean, I, I, I mean, I, some people, I'm fine. If you want to live like a monk, well, go for it. That's what God is calling you to. But overall, if you work, if you are like us with the podcast, we don't have a choice but to be on social media. Yeah. Like it's just the way of the world. It's the way publicity goes. It's the way um, I get information about my child's school. I know. You know, well, like you that's, can't. you can't, it, you it can't. is really hard to go dark. And so, yeah. I mean, you can do it for periods of time for fasting, whether it's once a week or during Lent or whatever. And we could talk about that in balance. But we just, we need to learn how to be a good steward of where the direction that we're going. Yeah. I mean, it's just the way it is. It's the world. I so. mean, and I think like the, the common thread through all of these things we're talking about is we need to have boundaries. Like, yes. we, so something like technology where there's stuff coming out now from experts and people saying how to have better boundaries with yes. us. So we're going to talk about that. Yeah. But I think, I mean, basically nothing can be a free for all. And yeah. I think it's ironic in our culture where everything is so abundant. We yeah. have such a scarcity mentality. Yeah. I mean, and I, we just live in scarcity where it's just so weird. Like we think, Oh, I better buy this t-shirt now, or it's not going to be $6 next week. Or, Oh, I better yeah. buy 75 rotisserie chickens at Costco. Cause who knows? And it's like, we're just, we're surrounded yeah. by abundance yet. We live in such scarcity and it's like, it, there's just a big disconnect. And so we have to have boundaries because we're just going to keep having more stuff. Yeah. This is America. We are going to keep having more stuff. And if we don't figure out how to steward it and how to have good boundaries, it will overtake us for real. So, yeah. Um, and this is something I desperately need to talk about and figure out. Yeah. Me too. So Sounds let's good. do it together. Okay. Also, all my clothes are from Target today. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> so that's okay. I've got 
Benita Schwartz on a J. Crew shirt, and they're probably both made in China. So obviously, we need to work on this too, but it's not yes. perfect. But and we don't have to throw our whole wardrobes away. No, that's, we that's don't. Thing. We um, don't. It's just starting to, to make some good choices. Yeah. So, so anyway, um, thanks for listening. Yeah. I feel like we just, I feel like I just ranted a lot. Yeah, me um, too. But that's okay. Sometimes but that's okay. We have ranting so, episodes. But you get to hear other people rant, which is so much more interesting than hearing us rant. And I wanted For to sure. give a little shout out. Um, so we're going to have a giveaway coming up in the fall. And we just had a giveaway, um, yep. if you guys were tuning in this past week, where we gave away 100 bucks to Garnish and Gather. And I just really appreciate Garnish and Gather. They are a um, local to the Atlanta area, sustainable, organic food service. So yeah. we're going to um, pop up some info on social media this yes. week just to let you know a little bit more about them as well as White Oak Pastures because those are just two companies we yeah. really um, appreciate and think are doing good work and are a good step in the right direction. So yep. look out for that stuff. And yeah, until next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.